Welcome to the Bible in 260 podcast, the podcast that brings you through the entire Bible in 260 days. Have you ever wanted to read the whole Bible but struggled to do so? This podcast is meant to help you do it. With five 15 to 20 minute episodes per week, you will hear the entire Bible read to you. There will also be occasional brief notes to help explain context, as well as a concluding question or thought to consider. So welcome to the Bible in 260 podcast, your journey through the Bible in 260 days. Welcome to episode 45. Today our passages are going to be from Numbers and from the last chapter in Hebrews. And what we see through both of these sets of passages is the idea that part of what it means to live for God is to have your life lived in a way that we make sacrifices pleasing to God. Now there's lots of sacrifices that are mentioned in Leviticus and in Numbers and so on. And we see that some of them are for sin, some of them are for thanksgiving, but all these sacrifices done properly are pleasing to God. But what we'll notice in Hebrews chapter 13 is that God's saying, when no more animal sacrifices are needed because Jesus has become the final sacrifice, then how we live our lives daily is our living sacrifice, our daily sacrifice that is lived either pleasing in a pleasing way to God or not. And so today, as we look at Numbers and then Hebrews, we get an opportunity to see what it looks like to live a life back according to what God had said before and now since Jesus uh, about what it means to be living a life that's a pleasing sacrifice to him. So we begin today with Numbers chapter 6. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, Speak to the Israelites and tell them, When someone, either a man or a woman, takes a special vow, to take a vow as a Nazarite, to separate himself to the Lord, he must separate himself from wine and strong drink. He must drink neither vinegar made from wine nor vinegar made from strong drink, nor may he drink any juice of grapes, nor eat fresh grapes or raisins. All the days of his separation, he must not eat anything that is produced by the grapevine from seed to skin. All the days of the vow of his separation, no razor may be used on his head until the time is fulfilled for which he separated himself to the Lord. He will be holy, and he must let the locks of his hair on his head grow long. All the days that he separates himself to the Lord, he must not contact a dead body. He must not defile himself even for his father or his mother or his brother or his sister if they die, because the separation for his God is on his head. All the days of his separation he must be holy to the Lord. If anyone dies very suddenly beside him and he defiles his consecrated head, then he must shave his head on the day of his purification. On the seventh day he must shave it. On the eighth day he is to bring two turtle doves or two young pigeons to the priest, to the entrance of the tent of meeting. Then the priest will offer one for a purification offering and the other as a burnt offering and make atonement for him because of his transgression in regard to the corpse. So he must consecrate his head on that day. He must rededicate to the Lord the days of his separation and bring a male lamb in its first year as a reparation offering. But the former days will not be counted because his separation was defiled. Now this is the law of the Nazarite. When the days of his separation are fulfilled, he must be brought to the entrance of the tent of meeting, and he must present his offering to the Lord, one male lamb in its first year without blemish for a burnt offering, one ewe lamb in its first year without blemish for a purification offering, one ram without blemish for a peace offering, and a basket of bread made without yeast, cakes of fine flour mixed with olive oil, 
wafers made without yeast, and smeared with olive oil, and their grain offering and their drink offerings. Then the priest must present all these before the Lord and offer his purification offering and his burnt offering. Then he must offer the ram as a peace offering to the Lord along with the basket of bread made without yeast. The priest must also offer grain offering and his drink, his drink offering. Then the Nazarite must shave his consecrated head at the entrance of the tent of meeting and must take the hair from his consecrated head and put it on the fire where the peace offering is burning. And the priest must take the boiled shoulder of the ram, one cake made without yeast from the basket, and one wafer made without yeast, and put them on the hands of the Nazarite after he has shaved his consecrated head. Then the priest must wave them as a wave offering before the Lord. It is a holy portion for the priest, together with the breast of the wave offering and the thigh of the raised offering. After this, the Nazarite may drink wine. This is the law of the Nazarite, who vows to the Lord his offering according to his separation, as well as whatever else he can provide. Thus he must fulfill his vow that he makes according to the law of his separation. Now, a quick little note here. A Nazarite vow was basically taken when someone said, I'm going to dedicate my next number of months or even years of my life to God's special service. And this was done in, in a special way. And so these were special regulations that God said, if you're going to do that, then uh, you need to follow these laws to show that you're serious about what you're doing and that you're holy in what you're doing towards God. Continuing on. And the Lord spoke to Moses, tell Aaron and his sons, this is the way you are to bless the Israelites. Say to them, the Lord bless you and protect you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. So they will put my name on the Israelites, and I will bless them. And when Moses had completed setting up the tabernacle, he anointed it and consecrated it and all its furnishings, and he anointed and consecrated the altar and all its utensils. Then the leaders of Israel, the heads of their clans, made an offering. They were the leaders of the tribes. They were the ones who had been supervising the numbering. They brought their offerings before the Lord, six covered carts and twelve oxen, one cart, for every two of the leaders, and an ox for each one. And they presented them in front of the tabernacle. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, Receive these gifts from them, that they may be used in doing the work of the tent of meeting, and you must give them to the Levites, to every man as his service requires. So Moses accepted the carts and the oxen and gave them to the Levites. He gave two carts and four oxen to the Gershonites as their service required. And he gave four carts and eight oxen to the Merorites as their service required under the authority of Ithamar, son of Aaron, the priest. But to the Kohathites, he he gave none because the service of the holy things which they carried on their shoulders was their responsibility. Remember from a few days ago, the Kohathites were the guys who were supposed to carry all the special things that were in the tabernacle and they were to be carried with poles, not on carts. Uh, They were to be carried as holy to the Lord by people. Continuing, the leaders offered gifts for the dedication of the altar when it was anointed, and the leaders presented their offering before the Lord. For the Lord said to Moses, they must present their offering one leader for each day for the dedication of the altar. The one who presented his offering on the first day was Nashon, son of Abinadab from the tribe of Judah. His offering was one silver platter weighing 130 shekels and one silver sprinkling bowl weighing 70 shekels, both according to the sanctuary shekel, each of them full of fine flour mixed with olive oil as a grain offering, one gold pan weighing 10 shekels full of incense, 
one young bull, one ram, and one male lamb in its first year for a burnt offering, one male goat for a purification offering, and for the sacrifice of peace offerings, two bulls, five rams, five male goats, and five male lambs in their first year. This was the offering of Nashon, son of Aminadab. On the second day, Nathanael, son of Zuar, leader of Issachar, presented an offering. He offered for his offering one silver platter weighing 130 shekels and one silver sprinkling bowl weighing 70 shekels, both according to the sanctuary shekel, each of them full of fine flour mixed with olive oil as a grain offering, one gold pan weighing 10 shekels full of incense, one young bull, one ram, and one male lamb in its first year for a burnt offering, one male goat for a purification offering, and for the sacrifice of peace offerings, two bulls, five rams, five male goats, and five male lambs in their first year. This was the offering of Nathanael, son of Zuar. On the third day, Eliab, son of Helon, leader of the Zebulonites, presented an offering. His offering was one silver platter weighing 130 shekels and one silver sprinkling bowl weighing 70 shekels, both according to the sanctuary shekel, each of them full of fine flour mixed with olive oil as a grain offering, one gold pan weighing 10 shekels full of incense, one young bull, one ram, and one male lamb in its first year for a burnt offering, one male goat for a purification offering, and for the sacrifice of peace offerings, two bulls, five rams, five male goats, and five male lambs in their first year. This was the offering of Eliab, son of Elon. On the fourth day, Elizer, son of Shadur, leader of the Reubenites, presented an offering. His offering was one silver platter weighing 130 shekels and one silver sprinkling bowl weighing 70 shekels, both according to the sanctuary shekel, each of them full of fine flour mixed with olive oil as a grain offering, one gold pan weighing 10 shekels full of incense, one young bull, one ram, and one male lamb in its first year for a burnt offering, one male goat for a purification offering, and for the sacrifice of peace offerings, two bulls, five rams, five male goats, and, a, and five male lambs in their first year. This was the offering of Eliezer, son of Shadur. On the fifth day, Shelomiel, son of Jerizadai, leader of the Simeonites, presented an offering. His offering was one silver platter weighing 130 shekels and one silver sprinkling bowl weighing 70 shekels, both according to the sanctuary shekel, each of them full of fine flour mixed with olive oil as a grain offering, one gold pan weighing 10 shekels full of incense, one young bull, one ram, and one male lamb in its first year for a burnt offering, one male goat for a purification offering, and for the sacrifice of peace offerings, two bulls, five rams, five male goats, and five lambs in their first year. This was the offering of Shulamiel, son of Sherishadai. On the sixth day, Eliasaph, son of Duel, leader of the Gadites, presented an offering. His offering was one silver platter weighing 130 shekels and one silver sprinkling bowl weighing 70 shekels, both according to the sanctuary shekel, each of them full of fine flour mixed with olive oil as a grain offering, one gold pan weighing 10 shekels full of incense, one young bull, one ram, and one male lamb in its first year for a burnt offering, one male goat for a purification offering, and for the sacrifice of peace offerings, two bulls, five rams, five male goats, and five lambs in their first year. This was the offering of Elisaph, son of Duel. On the seventh day, Elishama, son of Amayudud, leader of the Ephraimites, presented an offering. His offering was one silver platter weighing 130 shekels and one silver sprinkling bowl weighing 70 shekels, both according to the sanctuary shekel, each of them full of fine flour mixed with olive oil as a grain offering, 
one gold pan weighing 10 shekels full of incense, one young bull, one ram, and one male lamb in its first year for a burnt offering, one male goat for a purification offering, and for the sacrifice of peace offerings, two bulls, five rams, five male goats, and five lambs in their first year. This was the offering of Elishema, son of Mihud. On the eighth day, Gamaliel, son of Pedeshur, leader of the Manassanites, presented an offering. His offering was one silver platter weighing 130 shekels and one silver sprinkling bowl weighing 70 shekels, both according to the sanctuary shekel, each of them full of fine flour mixed with olive oil as a grain offering, one gold pan weighing 10 shekels full of incense, one young bull, one ram, and one male lamb in its first year for a burnt offering, one male goat for a purification offering, and for the sacrifice of peace offerings, two bulls, five rams, five male goats, and five lambs in their first year. This was the offering of Gamaliel, son of Padeshur. On the ninth day, Abadan, son of Gideonai, leader of the Benjaminites, presented an offering. His offering was one silver platter weighing 130 shekels and one silver sprinkling bowl weighing 70 shekels, both according to the sanctuary shekel, each of them full of fine flour mixed with olive oil as a grain offering. One gold pan weighing 10 shekels full of incense, one young bull, one ram, and one male lamb in its first year for a burnt offering, one male goat for a purification offering, and for the sacrifice of peace offerings, two bulls, five rams, five male goats, and five lambs in their first year. This was the offering of Abadan, son of Gideonai. On the tenth day, Ahiezer, son of Amishadai, leader of the Danites, presented an offering. His offering was one silver platter weighing 130 shekels and one silver sprinkling bowl weighing 70 shekels, both according to the sanctuary shekel, each of them full of fine flour mixed with olive oil as a grain offering, one gold pan weighing 10 shekels full of incense, one young bull, one ram, and one male lamb in its first year for a burnt offering, one male goat for a purification offering, and for the sacrifice of peace offerings, two bulls, five rams, five male goats, and five lambs in their first year. This was the offering of Ahiezer, son of Amishadai. On the eleventh day, Pagil, son of Akron, leader of the Asherites, presented an offering. His offering was one silver platter weighing 130 shekels and one silver sprinkling bowl weighing 70 shekels, both according to the sanctuary shekel, each of them full of fine flour mixed with olive oil as a grain offering, one gold pan weighing 10 shekels full of incense, one young bull, one ram, and one male lamb in its first year for a burnt offering, one male goat for a purification offering, and for the sacrifice of peace offerings, two bulls, five rams, five male goats, and five lambs in their first year. This was the offering of Pagil, son of Akron. On the twelfth day, Ahira, son of Enon, leader of the Naphtalites, presented an offering. His offering was one silver platter weighing 130 shekels and one silver sprinkling bowl weighing 70 shekels, both according to the sanctuary shekel each of them full of fine flour mixed with olive oil as a grain offering, one gold pan weighing 10 shekels full of incense, one young bull, one ram, and one male lamb in its first year for a burnt offering, one male goat for a purification offering, and for the sacrifice of peace offerings, two bulls, five rams, five male goats, and five lambs in their first year. This was the offering of Ahira, son of Yanon. This was the dedication for the altar from the leaders of Israel when it was anointed. Twelve silver platters, twelve silver sprinkling bowls, and twelve gold pans. Each silver platter weighed 130 shekels, and each silver sprinkling bowl weighed 
70 shekels. All the silver of the vessels weighed 2,400 shekels, according to the sanctuary shekel. The 12 gold pans full of incense weighed 10 shekels each, according to the sanctuary shekel. All the gold of the pans weighed 120 shekels. All the animals for the burnt offering were 12 young bulls, 12 rams, and 12 male lambs in their first year, and their grain offering, and 12 male goats for a purification offering. All the animals for the sacrifice for the peace offering were 24 young bulls, 60 rams, 60 male goats, and 60 lambs in their first year. These were for the dedication offerings for the altar after it was anointed. Now when Moses went into the tent of meeting to speak with the Lord, he heard the voice speaking to him from above the atonement lid that was on the Ark of the Testimony, from between the two cherubim. Thus he spoke to him. And so there we have it. We have this incredible uh, lineup, this parade day after day of the same sacrifices made every day as a way for the people and the leaders of the people to say to God, we're going to trust you, we're going to follow you, we're going to live for you, and these are the sacrifices we're willing to make to show you that we will follow and trust you. And now we see this change, as we're going to read from Hebrews 13, where they're speaking about sacrifices and about what it means to live a a life of pleasing sacrifice to the Lord, but we'll see how different it is now after Jesus comes because he's the final sacrifice and there's no more need for these kind of sacrifices that we see in the Old Testament. And so we conclude with Hebrews chapter 13. Brotherly love must continue. Do not neglect hospitality because through it, some have entertained angels without knowing it. Remember those in prison as though you were in prison with them and those ill-treated as though you too felt their torment. Marriage must be honored among all and the marriage bed kept undefiled, for God will judge sexually immoral people and adulterers. Your conduct must be free from the love of money, and you must be content with what you have. For he has said, I will never leave you, and I will never abandon you. So we can say with confidence, The Lord is my helper, and I will not be afraid. What can people do to me? Remember your leaders who spoke God's message to you. Reflect on the outcome of their lives and imitate their faith. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Do not be carried away by all sorts of strange teachings, for it is good for the heart to be strengthened by grace, not ritual meals which have never benefited those who participated in them. We have an altar that those who serve in the tabernacle have no right to eat from. For the bodies of those animals whose blood the high priest brings into the sanctuary as an offering for sin are burned outside the camp. Therefore, to sanctify the people by his own blood, Jesus also suffered outside the camp. We must go out to him then, outside the camp, bearing the abuse he experienced. For here we have no lasting city, but we seek the city that is to come. Through him, then, let us continually offer up a sacrifice of praise to God, that is, the fruit of our lips, acknowledging his name. And do not neglect to do good and to share with what you have, for God is pleased with such sacrifices. Obey your leaders and submit to them, for they keep watch over your souls and will give an account for their work. Let them do this with joy and not with complaints, for this would be of no advantage to you. Pray for us, for we are sure that we have a clear conscience and desire to conduct ourselves rightly in every respect. I especially ask you to pray that I may be restored to you very soon. 
Now may the God of peace, who by the blood of the eternal covenant brought back from the dead the great shepherd of the sheep, our Lord Jesus, equip you with every good thing to do his will, working in us what is pleasing before him through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever. Amen. Now I urge you, brothers and sisters, bear with my message of exhortation, for in fact I have written to you briefly. You should know that our brother Timothy has been released. If he comes soon, he will be with me when I see you. Greetings to all our leaders and all the saints. Those from Italy send you greetings. Grace be with you all. And that concludes the book of Hebrews. And I hope you noticed that uh, all the instructions there about living a life of love, a love towards God, a love towards other people, because that is the kind of life that is a pleasing sacrifice to God. Thanks for listening to the Bible in 260 podcast. May what you have heard speak to your heart and mind today. The scriptures quoted are from the Net Bible, http netbible.com, copyright 1996 2019, used with permission from Biblical Studies Press, LLC, all rights reserved. Our theme song for the podcast is The Call by Emily Ruth. You can find The Call and other music by Emily Ruth on Apple Music or Spotify or wherever you find your music. You're